You know, it's wonderful during this time of Lent as we gather around and, you know, reflect on the scriptures of Lent. I think for me, it's a very special blessing. And also that we have this opportunity to just to share some of our ideas. And as I look at the beginning of Lent, I always think of Jesus in the desert. And sometimes that reminds us too, sometimes we feel afraid and alone. And it's, it's, it's hard, on, especially when we are in situations like that. And yet the second Sunday then reminds us again of the transfiguration. And the transfiguration comes about to our encounter with the Lord. So, you know, maybe we can share some of our ideas. And, you know, during this time, it's always nice to hear from one another how we see it and how it reflects in our lives and how we share the, the good news with our parishioners. So I don't know, Father Walsh and Father Miguel, yeah. if you'd like to... Well, I think that uh, at, at this point in time, uh, I think that a lot of people, especially the elderly who are living alone, feel very much alone. And uh, so anything we can do for them in terms of praying for them and encouraging their neighbors to, to visit them and stuff, I think is very important at, at a time like this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Be mindful that hope never disappoints. Mm -hmm. The very fact that that our faith sustains us and keeps us strong and, and positive in the midst of turmoils and challenges. Mm -hmm. The very fact that we can rely on the Lord and His strength to help us come together and face all the different obstacles and challenges that may come our way without fear. Yeah. And I like that phrase from, from, from uh, I think it's from Mark's Gospel, chapter 5, uh, where Jesus is, is about to bring life back to a corpse and uh, his comment to the people is uh, fear is useless, what is needed is trust and I think uh, during a time of national crisis uh, I think trust is huge. I know, I know that trust is not easy, it's challenging but we have to at least encourage do it ourselves first of all feel, you know, feel joyful about our faith but also encourage, encourage our, our prisoners to uh, at a time like this, that their faith is so important and they've got to live out of that commitment. And I think I see that too in the scriptures during Lent, you know, Moses is constantly trying to get the people to trust in the Lord. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's a very difficult thing sometimes in our life, you know, because we, we see all the dangers and we see the fears and anxieties in our own heart. And Moses is kind of saying, trust in the Lord. He's the one who truly liberates us and mm -hmm. gives us that sense of peace and hope. Mm -hmm. Father Miguel, that you were asking. Yeah, and I, you know, but I believe that it's important for people to know that uh, the priest, along with you, our commitment is to pray for everyone, especially those who might feel right now isolated or alone. Mm -hmm. The very fact that we are with mm -hmm. them, that we're supporting them with our prayers, no matter where they're at, and invite them also to know that they can reach to us if they have a prayer or, or an intention for us to pray for, to go to prayer at OrlandoDiocese.org so they can be able also to share with us their concerns for us to pray for and lift them up in prayer. What amazes me too sometimes, you know, you have people wanting to go to church and feeling guilty that they can't go to church and sometimes trying to reassure them. My gosh, sometimes I have people way up in age. I had a lady almost 100 years old and she said, Oh, Father, I feel so bad because I couldn't go to church. I said, mm -hmm. How many years have you been going to church? She said, 98 years. Mm -hmm. So I said, At this stage, I think the Lord will understand if you can't go once, you know, in her, your life. I think the Lord, if He doesn't understand, none of us will get into heaven. Yeah. So I said, You just go home and pray and, and yeah. watch the Mass on television. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll give you some peace and make that spiritual, Eucharistic 
offering to the Lord. And not only them, but those who care for them also to know that they can be at peace as well and be able to tend to, mm -hmm. to those yeah. individuals that need that mm -hmm. assistance and yeah. that they're not obliged also to, to go to Mass. Yeah, and that's the last thing in yeah. the world I think the Lord would want to have. Yeah, but it's difficult to break old habits. Let's yeah. face it, you know, we've been doing this for so long. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, to miss Mass, you know, for an elderly person, it's been oh, part yeah. and parcel of who they are for so many years. Mm -hmm. so it's, yeah. it's very difficult to do it. So this honest, lady, we have to really encourage people uh, at a time like this to, you know, to let go and know that uh, it, the Lord is ultimately the one who's in charge here. Yeah, and you have this lady who's 98 years old and she's worried about it. Yeah. So I think, you know, I try to reassure our people that uh -huh. it's, it's not, it's the intention is more important than really the sacrifice. The sacrifice now is to just at home, stay at home and pray and ask the Lord to be with you. So I think that's a real blessing for all of us. Yeah, it's not our sacrifice, it should be our joy yeah. to pray for them as yeah. they in turn have been praying for us all along. Yeah. And I think we all began our Masses, you know, we always say for those who are not here, yeah. we join in prayer. And I think that's a beautiful gift to remind us that there are people in church and there are mm -hmm. some people who are at home. Mm -hmm. They're joining us in their prayers. You know, there's a beautiful story of a lady who, who worked in um, way, way back in the 1800s and couldn't get to church every Sunday. And she used to take out the newspaper and read the death notices and pray for everybody who died. Mm. Read the birth notices and pray for everybody who was born. Read the wedding notices and pray for everybody who was married that week. She was, so, a, very, she was a very busy woman. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a really reminder that we can, prayer can really yeah. be part of our, our daily lives and it can be so meaningful. And you know, when we pray for each other, it can be a real blessing. That's why I thank you for making it accessible for the people who need prayer to go into uh, prayer at orlandodiocese.org so that they can, uh, again, extend to us what their prayer needs are so that we can pray for them. So, and I think that's, you know, let them know that especially that we are remembering them and they're in our prayers every day because that's the last thing we want them to think that they're alone. You know, I think that one of my favorite gospel stories that was in the gospel mm -hmm. recently is the Samaritan woman mm -hmm. who came to the, the well alone. And really her thirst was not for water, but it was for the spiritual life, the, the accompaniment of knowing who God was in her life. And I think that's so beautiful to let those people who have faith that the Lord is always there for them, even in their moments of being alone. Mm -hmm. And the joy that she experienced on that occasion uh, was contagious as far as, as far as the people in the village were concerned. Oh my gosh. So in the midst of our trials and tribulations, we also have to be joyful. Yeah. We have to keep a smile on our face. Otherwise, otherwise our faith is sort of meaningless. Yeah. And you see that. I, I mean, mm -hmm. it, in our sister diocese in San Juan de Nomaguana, mm -hmm. up in the mountains, I remember there was a little lady there who would walk for about two hours mm -hmm. just to go to church, mm -hmm. you know, and a wonderful experience and bring all the kids. And as they walked mm -hmm. to church, they would sing hymns and do their little thing. And that was to them more important mm -hmm. than anything. Mm -hmm. So I, I think, you know, we are, we are blessed in many different ways, but not to be afraid that the Lord is always with us. And even when we can't have mass every Sunday, like in the Dominican Republic, they only have mass once a month. But yet still she walks to church and spends time in church every Sunday mm -hmm. and, and makes it a joyful time for her. So while we exercise common sense and taking care of each other and also be mindful of all the different uh, opportunities for us to ensure safety for everyone, just not to allow panic or fear to intimidate us or weaken our faith. And I can't fear is useless. Yeah. Absolutely. What is needed is trust. 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 Mm -hmm. 
You know, and it's beautiful. It's all over the gospel. Jesus is constantly telling, be not afraid, be not afraid. Jesus constantly says that to his disciples. So I, I guess we have to really let that peace of Christ come into our hearts to help us to really be at peace with ourselves, and especially with one another. Because when we, our hearts are in turmoil, then it's reflected in our life. Mm -hmm. So we pray that pe people find that peace of Christ during this time of Lent. Psalm 23, though I walk in the valley of darkness, I fear no evil. For you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me comfort. Amen. Amen. Amen.